0: optimizing your employment options that's the topic today on voices contributing is carlos thompson's one of the founders of king staffing he's going to give you a great deal of insight on how to partner with a staffing agency both on the employment side and on the employer side let's go on the podcast today We're going to hear the voice on voices of Carlos Thompson, an alumni of Cheney University, and he's going to help us uh, find clarification in the topic that we're going to focus on, which is how to optimize your employment endeavors by using a staffing agency. Carlos Thompson is uh, one of the founding members of King Staffing. And Carlos, thank you for being here today. Uh, What would you like to add that people should know about you?
1: It is a pleasure for you having me on one. I appreciate that. And um, I, I ask that question again. What should people know about me?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What what things do you, should people know about you that stands out that builds the confidence with them?
1: Uh, uh well, um, well, I'm a, I'm a I'm a member of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. I'm very proud of that. You know, it's, they've have been a um you know, a great asset in my life. You know, they they've helped me out through um a lot most of my you know financial, personal, and social endeavors. You know. Um, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm an overall just entrepreneur, motivator, influencer, you know?
0: Well, you know, what's wonderful is that the the connection that fraternity life has for people, some people just think it's parties and stuff like that. But the way that you and many of, of the other people I know in my life who have endeavored in fraternity life has carried over into their personal and professional life is really uh, sort of a beautiful thing about fraternity life in general. Um,
1: I mean, as far as my fraternity goes, um, you know, I mean, since I've graduated, every opportunity, I want to say almost almost every opportunity that I've, I've gotten presented for a job, you know, um, has been to one of my frat brothers, you know. It's not just about like um, us socializing and going to parties and, you know, drinking, you know, all that stuff. That's the fun stuff, you know, but we do, like, you know, we're very active in the community. We throw book drives, you know. Um, well, at our cookouts, we host, like, back-to-school drives. You know, we're, we're very community and service-oriented, you know? um, and our motto is friendship is essential to the soul, you know, and uh, so um, service is nothing to us. Um, we lift as we climb. That's another one of our models, lift as we climb, you know, so, um, you know, we help our own, we help our brothers out. If anybody needs to be put in a position, there's somebody in our fraternity to position that brother, you know. I can pick up the phone call, you know, if I'm traveling to any state, in America, fuck that. Any, anywhere anywhere in the fucking globe, I can pick up the phone, call somebody, and secure a crust in the corner, you know, just because of the power um, that my paternity holds. You know, if I'm going to fucking Dubai next week, you know, and I need a place to crash for a night or two, I'm going to pick up the phone and call one of my frat brothers. If I don't know nobody in Dubai, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody in
0: Dubai, and just because I'm a brother, you know, they'll secure a place for me. just the power of the network. I think that's cool and it actually shows that the fraternity life and the motto uh, of the fraternity itself uh, epitomized itself and it became a reality with you and your brother who's also a member and your founders of this company. So tell me what inspired and when were you inspired to start King Staffing And, and tell people what exactly King Staffing does.
1: Right so just to piggyback off of my fraternity right so like they they say you are, um, you are the company you keep, you know. And in my fraternity, there are, um, there are so many successful brothers, There's so many successful. I mean, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about millionaires, you know, um, people that I know personally, and people who are just, um, reaching the top of their, um, respected fields and careers, you know. And um, you know, just constantly being around, um, these brothers and people that I can aspire to and look up to. That's what really, um, that's what really drives me, you know, because this you can only be around a group of men or a group of people for so long, um, while they're doing well before something sparks in you like, you know what? I can I can do that or, you know, I can do this or I can take my life further, you know, this is the kind of type of life I I can create because this is what I'm seeing on a day to day basis, right? So Right. So as far as my as far as my business, what inspired that is, you know, Honestly, I was at a fucking, I was at a nine to five. I was like, this is a little regular bullshit job, little salary paying job or whatever. And I really just hated it. I did not like it at all. You know, I was like, I cannot keep coming here every day. This is not what life is about. No, the, the, the same old, you know, story you hear from every fucking entrepreneur before they go off and do what they need to do. Um, and that's what happened. I said, yo, I, I'm going to start an agency, like. Oh, I had like a thousand different ideas, but the thing is I just had to choose one. And I think at the time, my struggle was just deciding what to do. And um, at the time my then wife was um, a school teacher. I think she was working for a staffing agency. And my, my brother, also also now business partner, um, he, he was also a substitute teacher uh, working for an agency. And I'm, and I'm like, oh shit. I kept thinking like what kind of business can I start without having a lot of money? Cause I didn't have nothing. I started this shit with nothing. You know, I didn't have resources. I didn't have money to hire consultants or none of that. I just, you know, um, I use my fraternity brothers again, you know, I just, I just, I fucking sucked as much knowledge as I can out of the brothers, um, who are, who are, you know, um, entrepreneurs, who are business savvy, you know, they you know, business-to-business business contracts and things like that. And I talked to different lawyers, just trying to suck as much free knowledge and free game as I can out of them before I went off on my own. And um, I tried to think, you know, what kind of business can I start without having, you know, crazy overhead expenses? And then it just came down to me starting a staffing agency. You know, I did some research on it. And I just said, fuck it. I, work, I, w- I was in my parking lot. It was me and my brother. We was in a parking lot. Um, at my old job, one day I was like, "You know what? Fuck it! I'm gonna start a staffing agency." And, f- and at that moment, I have made my mind up to do it, and I just I've been consistent from there on out. And I, I just started a staffing agency, and and I, I really I really love the way I started out because I don't have any overhead. You know, I'm like I have overhead expenses. I don't have like the typical overhead expenses. I think like a lot of businesses have. Um, you know, I don't have like a. I work remotely. I work from home. Me and my brother we both work from home. Um, you know, we don't have, like, a brick and mortar. Um, you know, um, we have, like, I want to say, one of the newer business models where, you know, we don't even, you know, see our staff, you know, um, because we're a third-party employment agency, you know. Um, we vet. We, we, once we send our staff to to their facilities, you know, they kind of get their on-the-job interviews through our clients and through their performance determines whether or not they'll stay on the job or not. So, you know, we do the pre-screening and vetting and everything else, but you know, we just we send them out, um, and, and and that's what it is.
0: So, but it leads me to my next question because you were talking about you know sending people out. So, how did you determine, and what industries do you uh does your staffing agency connect with? Because staffing agencies can be specialized or they can kind of cover a myriad of things. So, what what does King Staffing specifically
1: do? Right. So, King Staffing Agency specializes in providing quality child care to various uh, child care centers and charter schools in the the city of philadelphia so we staff out daycare teachers for the most part so we specialize in staffing out teachers aides assistant teachers lead teachers to um different daycare centers in philadelphia Um, also um substitute teachers to to charter schools in philadelphia that's what we specialize in currently Um, we haven't broken, and we would like to, um, you know, actually break the uh, markets, um, build, or rather break into different industries. You know, we, we want to start eventually um, staffing a warehouse personnel, you know, office personnel, um, and just start really diversifying our industries just a bit more so that we can, uh, you know, expand and take our business to greater heights. Those are some of the barriers. Um, that I've been facing, to be quite honest, but um, all Noah's it's been a great experience. I've been doing it for the last three years. Um, you know, we're definitely um, in the green, where we're netting, um, you know, good profits. You know, um, it pays the bills, and I only, I only expect to go up from here.
0: That's awesome. So, when when you're picking uh, people to work for you, who who are your target audience? For uh, people who want employment.
1: Okay, so uh, my target audience. Well, my, my target audience are are, are teachers. Um, I, I I market I market to teachers. Um, you know, I'm the daycare teachers really, in the city of Philadelphia, um, anywhere um, between the ages of 18, 18 and up really.
0: Okay, and so I, I, you mentioned something about your, your college experience and how that was positive. So a question I had, because when I was in college, I never thought of it, but I think it, it, it could work, but I'm unsure. That, but you probably have a relationship with it. Should college students use a staffing service?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of our staff now, they, they use our agency when you know, they're out of school. When they're on school, we have students that come back all the time. On uh, what is it? Christmas mm-hmm. breaks, Thanksgiving breaks, you know, spring breaks. If they just want to work for a week, you know that's a good thing. Why staff don't you know, have you know, a commitment to us? Like our workers are independent contractors, you know, um, so that gives them a lot of freedom to do what you W know, two employees cannot do. Um, and uh, as temporary workers, they can come in, work for a week, um, and they go back to school, you know, or if they're if they out of, even if they're out of, out of, out of work for um a period of time, they can come to our agency, go to work, get their money up, and then they can work with us until they find their ideal job. You know? so you know, we don't, don't expect our workers to you know show us that kind of commitment where they you know stand the job for twenty years or whatever. This is a temporary staff. You can come, and get some work done. You know, this is what we do
0: every day. So definitely, most college um, college students would definitely benefit. From using our so, do you participate in job fairs, anything like that, yeah. that are at the universities? uh whenever they show up to to, to put yourself in front of college students.
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So we 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 market. Um, on varying platforms. So we go to um, different job fairs, you know, um, Temple University, Chain University, all of, the ma- all of the major colleges in the city, we participate in job fairs. We also market on like the major job boards, you know, like uh, Indeed, Monster Career Builder, uh, Google. We've, um, we've optimized our search engine on Google, where if you, um, if you Google, you know, staffing agencies or childcare agencies on temporary work in Philadelphia, we should be coming up on the first page. Um, you know, we've been doing that for some time. That's really um, a big help to us. And I, I would, um, just sign, I would, um, I would encourage anybody to, uh, you know, to market their businesses, um, on Google using, um, what is it? Ad words, I think. Yes. Keywords. Yeah. Because, you know, especially if you have a niche, you know, a niche market that people, you know, have to type into. So, so, like, if anybody wants to type in, you know, uh, 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 employment agency in Philadelphia, you know, we're going to come up. If they, if they want to type in um, child care work or, you know, um, working work in the daycare centers or whatever they want to do related to what we're doing, we're going to come up on Google. And, you know, we get a lot of inbound calls because of that. You know, we also use um, social media advertising. Um, another great tool I've been utilizing for is uh, Instagram influencers. Um, you know, these these Instagram influencers, they have 300,000 plus followers, you know, um, if you can get, um, if you can, if you can get in touch with these guys, um, you can use them to really market your stuff. I mean, even you, Louis, uh, the fucking, um, with with this podcast, you know, you pay you can pay an Instagram influencer, you know, a hundred dollars to put you in front of you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand people, just to um, just to market your podcast. And out of that three hundred thousand, you know, shit, maybe maybe fifty that day will will take. We'll, we'll, Will take a liking to what you're doing, and then you know that, that that's an, an extra 50 listeners you have, and, and if they take a liking to what you're doing, you know, they'll refer somebody, and so on, and you can do that shit like once a month, once a week, whatever your budget you know um, permits you to do. So um, that's another way I've been um utilizing utilizing social media to market my business and um and everything else.
0: That's 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 a great idea. And I, I, I hope people as well as myself, I know I'll take advantage of it, but I hope other people take, you know, sort of that nugget that you left them for that. So kind of going back to the uh, to the work now, you, you talked about it being sort of a temporary work. So um, I, I know there are some staffing agencies that have different levels of work when they contract places. So the types of work that you help people secure, uh, do you offer things along the lines of temporary, temporary to permanent Part time, full time, contract. What is the specific type of work that you provide? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, um, it's, it's definitely um, temp. Well, it, it can be it can be just temporary. It can be um, direct placement. Whereas, um, you know, you're not necessarily working for our, our agency. We are just headhunting. We go out, we go find you for an employer, and then they take you on as an employee, and then we just get our referral fee. Um, we also do temp to hire. Or attempt to permit permanent where you work with us for a certain amount of hours. And then, um, you know, after you've reached a certain amount of hours, the employer has the option to bring you on to their um, staff as a permanent employee, um, given or
0: contingent on your performance in their in the facilities. Okay. And so, uh, and you, you mentioned it before and, and sort of just in the conversation. So, when the people come to your temporary agency, they're your employees, is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Yep. They're they they, they are, well, they're our uh they are our workers. I don't, I don't necessarily use employees because they're um ten
0: okay.
1: ninety nine contractors. So they they they, they are out but they are our workers, we pay them.
0: Okay, and so with that, um uh, are there any benefits or any incentives that come along with the the connection they create with you? I mean, obviously the employment and getting paid a paycheck is the, an incentive <laughs> in itself. Absolutely. Are, are, are there other things associated with it?
1: Yeah. So, no, we don't, <clears throat> as a temporary agency, we don't provide the, the typical health benefits and um, employee benefits that um, W-2 um, employee, employers would provide. Um, but we do have, like, different incentives, um, you know, to, I guess, to make the job easier. So. If you're showing up to work every day, you know, um on a consistent basis, we provide you with free transportation. Um, you know, either either with a um, you know, a public transportation pass or a gas car to get you to and from work just as a just as an incentive that you can actually, you know, get the work done. Um, you know, we have referral bonuses where if you refer anybody to our agency to give you a referral bonus. Um and, and and little perks like that. We may do little giveaways here and there, but we don't offer like the tip, um, typical health and uh, health benefits that our um, employers have. We don't.
0: Well, that, that's fair enough because you're still getting them in the door and you, you have the options where you can help a person become a permanent employee and then that employer can uh, benefit from that. Absolutely. So what, what, to, with that, what, what's your ideal candidate? Like how do you, uh, and, and is there a way you can mold them to become an ideal candidate? Uh, that's, that's been, that's been hard. I don't know if we can mold, Mold them to be well. I'm not.
1: I'm, I'm not going to say that because, as as I just said, that I thought of one one employee, one one staff worker we had who was a bit rough around the edges, and um, it's funny because I thought she was um she wouldn't work out, you know, because she's had a real bad attitude problem, and and uh, she just had a lot of demands. But um, you know, after a good after a few good stern talks, you know, um you know, and, 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 a few stern conversations with her, she actually, she turned her, she turned her around and, um, she's, she's actually become one of our, one of our better, um, employees or, or staff workers. So, um, yeah, I guess, so I guess we can, um, the, the ideal candidate, you know, they have, um, they have experience in childcare they have a little bit of, um, of education in the field. Um, and they, they just come ready to work, you know, they come ready to work on time. They have, you know, they have goals to meet, they have bills to be paid, you know, um, like, yeah, so I mean, we have workers, for example, that come in and and do they'll they work for a week and then do like a no call, no show, you know, or they'll come in they'll start their first week and call out three days i don't know out of the five days that they're scheduled to work, you know, um, we have workers that um that try to you know f- do fraudulent time timesheets or that's like. You Know we've had workers trying to steal money from us. So, you know, if you're not doing any of that, you're I did work, right? <laughs> right. Just, just, just come to work and just be ready to work. You know, get ready, stick to your shift. You know, be, be, be passionate about what you're doing. You know, um, yeah, we working. In the and so, childcare is is a choice. You know, people don't come into childcare, I don't think, just um. You know, just to make a quick dollar, you know, you can go clean or work at McDonald's for that. You know, Um, right? True. Working with children is is you have to have patience. Um, you know, um, it's an industry you want to work in, and you want to carry yourself just with a little bit more care because you'll be working with children. No, so that's it.
0: Okay, so um, uh, you mentioned this earlier. You kind of made it, alluded to it. So how are you, how is what you do and your business different than what recruiters and headhunters do?
1: Ah, okay, that's a good. How is what I do in my business different from from what like what like pretty much like my competition?
0: Well, like for for instance, a headhunter is looking for a permanent job for someone, but I feel like you guys are are sort of more of a segue where you can also do the headhunting part too. So are are you do you actually provide more service than them?
1: Yeah, okay. So I mean so um where a headhunter, they go out, they go, they go search for um a so one headhunters they typically search for high executive candidates. So they're they're looking for, you know, CEOs and COs of um for like major corporations for the most part because that's where the money is. Those, that's what that's what headhunter does. Um and they're they they get like a um once they find somebody that's like a one time thing. Once we find somebody, they're on our staff until they no longer want to be, or until our employee wants to buy them out from us. Um, and it still has to be the decision. The decision has to be made by the employee. So, um, you know, our work is, um, we've had workers with us, that's been with us, um, you know, for two, three years, it's um, been consistent, just because they like to work with our agency. You know, whereas uh, a headhunter um, would find somebody, you know, in a week and then let them go to a, to, um, you know, to, um, to an employer.
0: And, you know, that was actually a question I had, cause I was, I was curious, is there a length of time that a person can max out working with you guys or not? It sounds like no, but is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, no, there isn't. You know, as long as you want to keep working with us, you can work with us. You know, if, if an employer wants to recruit one of our workers um they would have to agree to it you know um now the uh, the employers they have every right to say for example after after one of our workers work at their facility for 500 hours they can say you know what, hey I want to bring on Mr Nesbitt onto our staff um permanently but Mr Nesbitt he would have to agree to that they can't just take him from you you know and then you know i mean we make we 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 provide a pretty decent you know uh, work environment. You know, we're very friendly. We have um, different referral bonuses, and we're very flexible with schedule. Um, you know, and we, we don't demand too much out of you except that you just show up and do your job. So people typically like staying around with our agency, and we we pay we pay pretty well as well. So um, when an employee does want to um you know leave our agency, it's do do or whatever other reasons, which is okay, you know, we encourage you. We encourage you to to handle whatever endeavors you seek out to to, um, to handle.
0: That and that, that that's great. So, um, I had uh, sort of a two part question here. Next, talking about the employee side, still, um, how long does it take to sort of place it a a person, and how much time is put in into promoting a candidate that comes to you?
1: The turnaround is rather quick. Rather quick, you know. So I mean, um, we have we have vacancies, you know, um, waiting to be filled already. Um, and in our in our nurses, the the, the demand are uh, more so for the for the workers. So the vacancies are pretty much already there. So as soon as we're able to find a qualified candidate, we can place them within twenty four hours. You know, um, that's going to be there. And how long it takes for us to actually find a worker. Um, that's a different question. It, it varies. You know, we can find a work in a week, We can find work in a day. You know, it can take us a couple weeks to process somebody. It really just all depends on how eager the worker wants to work, you know, how fast they can submit all of their paperwork and get all of their documents signed and, you know, things mm-hmm. of that nature.
0: that's brilliant and so do you um offer any services or tutorials on for the person for like maybe resume writing services or helping build the linkedin profile do you do anything like that or do they get a profile in yours
1: no no we don't do any of that we don't do any of the um i guess job readiness programs um just simply because you know and i can do that mind you so um i also have a full-time job where i'm an employment coach and um, i do exactly that right so um you know, I get candidates. They come in, um, and I pretty much provide all-around job services for them. I, I help them build their resume, teach them how to, you know, build a profile on LinkedIn and and things of that nature. Um, for my business, they need to they need to be already prepared to work because we just don't have the time, to do that and that's not where our profits lie. Um, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm fo- I focus on profits. What's going to bring me the profits is what's, is what we're going to provide. You know. Um, so our, our, workers, okay. our, our, our clients, they they look for us to fill their vacancies, and we do just that. So you need to come ready to our agencies, um, having all of your credential paperwork, having your resume already set, just just having um, having things in order so that we can process you. If not, you need to go seek an agency to do that for you, and then come back to us, and then we can place you for work. But we don't do any of that.
0: That's fair. And that's fair enough, because if you're saying you have a 24 hour turnaround period for people, once they sort of get settled with you, then it makes sense that they come ready. And, that, and that's good because you're actually bolstering whatever they've created prior to what they did. Right. So uh, another question, because um, I, I was looking at the, uh, the uh, U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics and the unemployment rate is anywhere in, in the area you are uh, in the, the, the greater Philadelphia area. Uh, is 2.7 to 5.5%, which is, which is fairly low. So that, but the number that I found most interesting was the underemployment rate, which nationally is roughly about 12.6%, which is pretty high. So with that, how many of your candidates would, would you ballpark you for like second jobs or do you cater to those people who are looking for a second job as an additional income? Yeah. So because just because our, um, our
1: clients, for the most part, they seek full-time candidates, and that's what we provide. We provide full-time, forty-hour-week candidates. Um, so, once you're working with us, then you may you may want to go out and find, you know, a part-time or a second job. So, we're we typically, I guess, the first job employers. If that
0: makes sense, no,
1: if that makes sense.
0: No, it totally makes sense because I mean, the thing about it is, is that you know, people with second jobs don't sort of have that same consistency. Uh, because normally it's for a time period for a specific reason, but right. you're looking to get people like gainfully employed. So that makes sense. Right. And what I find interesting is I'm, I'm, I make a little bit of a shift. Uh, what you do is kind of like a matchmaker, like you're, you're definitely a matchmaker. So you, you you have employees, they come prepared, uh, they have sort of a resume, uh, you're, you're doing the background to find out who they are. And you've you on your business side have done the research to connect to employers. Exactly so I want to shift. So, right, so I want to shift to the employer side, because how do you help uh, employers with your service?
1: Right, so, I mean, um, so, for example, um, I'll take one of our our larger clients in the the Philadelphia area, you know, um, one of our larger clients, they have over, I want to say, 30 facilities, there are 30 childcare facilities in the Philadelphia area, and they have a pretty decent HR team, but, um, you know, we help them because we can save them time and money and resources. Like it takes it takes uh, a fair amount of time, a lot of time, uh, to recruit one person you know, And if you try to divide those sources, you're um, kind of, to recruit tens of that's, it takes a lot of time and resources to actually get that done. So if you can outsource that responsibility to an agency specializes in that. While you can focus on and if you can outsource those tasks to an agency to help to help to help you focus on you know your your day to day stuff like um you know your bills and your operations and your back office and things of that nature. And you leave all of the um all of the recruiting, the vetting, the interviewing, the screening, and the placements to us you know, you, you'll save yourself money and time, you know. So the time, so for example, right, we have, say for example, if we have, you know, um, 20 vacancies to fill, right, if we have 20 vacancies to fill the next month or whatever, um, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time to fill those vacancies, right? So, cause not, so once we onboard them, right, we, we have to onboard the staff. That's a whole process of getting their paperwork, screening them, making sure they're good fit for the job, reviewing their references, going over their background, that's a job in itself. And now we're talking about placing the candidate. So now you're looking at, so, so now you're talking about, you know, um, what we do is, you know, we, we look where the candidate lives, we try to find a facility that's close to the candidate so that we can make sure that this candidate goes to work every day because if we try to place this candidate at a, at, at a site, you know, that's an hour commute from his home, they may say that they're going to go to work just to, you know, try to keep the job, but that job is not going to sustain because that commute is too far. So we try to find a facility that's closer to their home. So all that energy goes into, you know, placing a candidate as well, making sure that the candidate is at the right facility. That takes time. And we take all of that stress off of the employer, you know. And also, when an employer hires um, full-time staff, they have to pay unemployment compensation. They have to pay workers' Comp. Um, they have to pay um, the associated employee fees um, and taxes that come with that. You know, if they're hiring an agency, they're literally actually saving money because they don't have to pay. They don't have to pay any of that. They pay us a flat hourly fee, and we take care of everything else. You know, um, we make sure um, all the employees' taxes and all that other good stuff is taken care of on, on our end. So you know, they. They don't have to do any of that. They don't have to worry about the employee associated fees. The workers' comp, the unemployment comp. Um, they don't have to worry about you know training, um, training the um, the workers, uh, vetting them, screening them, interviewing them, um, or placing them. You know, um, and when they're when there's a performance issue, they don't have to worry about um, trying to trying to replace that candidate by interviewing another candidate. They can just call the staffing agency and say, hey, you know what, this person hasn't worked out. We need a replacement, and once we can turn that around twenty four hours get a new staff person in there, they save them a substantial amount of time because they don't have time. Literally don't have the time to do that. You know, they, they're worrying about their um a thirty center facility. They have you know, they, they, they have children to worry about. You know, they have, you know, complaints from parents, they're doing all sorts of things. So we save them a whole bunch of time and money using our services.
0: So it sounds like, I mean, you, you make the businesses more profitable because if you're saving them time, money, and it looks like you're reducing turnover rate as well and increasing production That your staffing agency is actually something that puts businesses in the green. You would say, yeah, right? Absolutely. You said that so eloquently.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was it was actually one of my questions, but you answered it sort of along the way because uh, a- another question I was going ha- to ask you is, uh we, we, we live in times right now the um unemployment rate is, is fairly low. With such a low unemployment rate, it makes it difficult to find people. And so you become a resource of sorts, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um I mean it's very difficult to find people and um I mean hence that's like why our services are in demand because um you know, so there are only but so many uh, I want to say teachers in the Philadelphia, right? So, I mean, no matter how you slice it, there's going to be, like, a, I guess a cap until uh, a new person uh, uh, peaks the industry, right? So, we're competing with, you know, one, all of the other staffing agencies that's doing what we're doing. We're competing with the other child care centers um, that's hiring actual full-time teachers. We're competing with the school district because they also hire, you know, the teachers that we're looking Um, So, um, and couple that with low unemployment rate, um, the pickings definitely do get slim. Um, And we just try to um, market ourselves above that, you know, so that we can get the best qualified candidates by, you know, offering different pays, different um, rates of pay, things of that
0: nature. And that's great. So, uh, you, you, may, you kind of alluded to it earlier. And so what would you say is a standout success story of a placement you've had or a, a, a relationship you've had with a business? Cause I mean, there's two sides that you actually have stories on. You have the placement of an employee and you also have the, the, the winning of an employer. So what are some success stories that kind of stand out to you in, in, in those
1: arenas? Success stories. Uh, well, on the employee side, um, Success, success. I mean, we, we, we recruit people every day, so uh, every day is a success for me. Every day we recruit somebody. Every, every time we bring somebody on board is a success you know, for us. Um, when we're able to fill our clients' vacancies, you know, that's, that's a major success. You know, it feels good doing that. Um, and and employer success, I want to say, was um, well when when I guess when we secured um, our largest client, that kind of took us over, t- took us to another threshold, I want to say, back in um, the beginning of, the top of 2018, um, we received a phone call from, um, one of our, um, one of our clients. It was an inbound call. I actually tried to, to get these guys a year prior and I kept knocking down these doors but nobody, nobody heard me knocking. Um, until this black lady, um, I don't know why I said black lady. She just I guess it's a white organization and there was a black um there's a black executive that reached out to me. So I guess that's that's what makes it um pertinent. It's a white organization, um, okay? yeah, and this black she was an executive, new new lady that just came into the organization and she was searching and they, they already had our services prior with a different agency, but they were unsatisfied with what they were providing. So they went on a search for another agency and they came across to us um, you know, on Google, you know, that, and, that, and that's also why um, I stressed early on in the conversation. Uh, you, I, I stressed early on using Google in, the, um, you know, in whatever business you're doing. They found us on Google, gave me a phone call, and then um, took it from there, you know, negotiated contracts and told us about our services. We met up, had some coffee, you know, and um, she really, um, that lady, I have, I have to her send her a thank you uh, gift or something because she was the... Um, she was the key to plugging our organization with their organization, and have uh, had success uh, ever since. Unfortunately, that lady is no longer with that organization. She was actually laid off, and I was I was sad to hear that. Uh, but um, but yeah, you know, life life goes on.
0: And, and you know, you you alluded to it a little bit, and I think this is a powerful thing. Uh, what so what? are the challenges that you've encountered and how have you overcome them? Because you kind of alluded to it in that, but what are some of the challenges that stand out in your mind that you've been overcoming in the process of growing your staffing agency?
1: Uh, So many challenges, man. Uh, so many challenges. One of the challenges, um, I'll speak briefly on it because um, I'm kind of still in the middle of it, so I don't want to speak too much on it. Uh, it's the, um, Uh, what is it? The classification of our workers that's that was a big challenge when starting my business. Um, going back and forth with the state on how my workers are classified. Um, you know, they they pretty much just pretty much challenged the way my workers are classified, and um, I don't agree with them. So, we're we're kind of you know in in the midst of that battle right now. Um, that battle has not been won yet, you know. So, that's pretty much all I can say about that one. Um, but just just having, I guess, all of your, your ducks in a row when first starting your business. You want to um, seek consultation. You want to seek as much advice and consultation as you possibly can. I didn't have any of that because I didn't have any money, so everything I, I've, I've got, I've gotten to this point, you know, all from the muscle, you know, um, right? You know, all from my own research, all from just talking to different people and sucking as much knowledge as I can out of them. Um, that's so how I've gone to this point. And then later I've you know I've dumped some some money into, into different council. Um, so yeah, that that's that's been a challenge, probably the biggest challenge is going back with with the state, just knowing things. So you just want to make sure you're compliant and doing whatever it is that you're doing. Um, another challenge, well, you know, um, is I I I say before is um, breaking down the doors to different industries. Um, that's, that's what I'm, I'm focused on now, just bringing on those different industries and trying to, um, you know, expand, scale up and expand my network, um, you know, get more business, you know, another challenge can be, you know, finding qualified workers. You know, um, you can have, you know, 10 vacancies on the floor. And like you said, in then a time with low unemployment and, um, you know, just a lot of competition, um, you know, staff, they're not always readily available. So you have to, you know. Do these little different spurts of um, of hiring, where you know, yeah, you're, you're dumping money into you know different things like Instagram influencers and job posts, and just you know, really hitting the ground, making sure you stand out above other um, above other employers. Um, another challenge has been uh another challenge employers, employees. Oh, fraud! You know, fraud. I touched on this earlier a, a little bit before, but we've had many encounters where you know. Um, Work is just try to steal time from. Um, so we we've put a different system in place to to mitigate that now that that's kind of um, been mitigated a lot. But um, that was also a challenge early on you know, where we didn't really know how to navigate certain things. It took some fraud, mind mm-hmm. you. We're still you know a fairly new organization, so uh, we still have a lot of learning to do, a lot of learning curves and things of that nature. Where we've started. Um, this business has been conceived since, you know, uh, February 2016. We didn't make our first dollar until September 2016. Um, so, you know, we, we're still fairly new. We're still learning. We're still growing. We have, a lot, we have a lot more to set out to accomplish, though. I'm excited about it.
0: It, it, sound, it sounds like you've, you've found ways to overcome because you you mentioned your success and you dealing with fraud and how you found a solution to overcome it. How you dealing with the state, and you just kind of, and you working for uh, for your workers in the classification. So it sounds like for every challenge that's come to you, you've found the process to work towards overcoming it, towards getting your your goals accomplished. Got to man, got to
1: got to man, got to. Yes, sir.
0: So so w- so with that, how's that shaped your mission as a, a, a an organization?
1: How does that shaped my mission as an organization? Um. You mean like I guess through through the problems we, we we've been facing?
0: What? Well, I, I mean, you uh, it, when you start, you always have sort of a goal in mind. This is my mission. This is what I'm going to do. And then right. you meet the challenges. Right. And then the challenges are like, man, this thing came in the way, and this thing came in the way, and it kind of affects what my original mission right. was. So how ha- how has that sort sort of dealing with the challenges has shaped or maybe solidified what the mission of the the, the company is?
1: Yeah. So 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 I don't um I don't think it's we started out, you know, I, I don't think it's sh- it shaped it much because, um, like you said, w- with every problem I've encountered, I've, I've, I've took it on head on, you know. Um, I've been pretty stern in my actions. Um, so my mission um, kind of stays the same. How I, so, for, so for example, my, so I guess it's shaped like this, right? Right. Um, I kind of just kind of fell into the childcare industry by accident because when the Staff King Staffing was started, you know, we set out to provide staff for varying um, industries. You know, that's, that's the goal. And that's still the goal. That's still the goal. Right. Um, But we haven't necessarily gotten to that point where we're providing staff for a surplus or, you know, a, a substantial amount of varying industries. So right now, um, it, it shaped our mission to us specializing in childcare because um, that's because that's what we've been doing for the last three years abundantly, you know. So, so that's where our specialization came from. Early on, we have not specialized. We weren't um, weren't a childcare specialization agency. You know, it's is something, something kind of we just fell into, um, and it, it's it has been a blessing because the specialization is what's gotten us this
0: far. So, um, yo, yeah. yeah. And that's that's awesome. So, like, because you you actually have to work on in, in two fronts in in this business endeavor that you and your brother do, I i, I look at it and I ask I ask myself two questions: What makes this business stand out from the rest of the industry, and why should I or an employer choose King Staffing? Oh uh, man, because we staff with prestige and passion, man. We.
1: Provide the best quality personnel for your for your facilities. You know we, we have an extreme, um, thorough and in-depth recruiting um, practice and tactic. You know um, our workers come already prepared, already experienced, over, already with everything. You know um, they already they're already working in the field when it comes to us. So you, you kind of know you kind of know what you're going to get when you're dealing with King Staffing. You know. Um, and we, we, we hit the pavement every day working for our clients and working for our staff. Um, you know, we, we do cater to two fronts. You know, if our staff are not happy, you know, it's our job uh, to rectify that. If our clients are not happy, it's
0: our job to rectify that.
1: And we try to do it all with prestige and passion.
0: That's, that's, that's wonderful. And I was looking because uh, cause I know you guys are new. Uh, I was looking at like sort of how do people find agencies and obviously there's Google, but then I saw that like there was a, a website called clear, clearlyrated.com, which classifies like the, the, the levels of quality, I guess, that uh, the, the, the staff and agencies have. And also there's a search engine called Recruitsy. Uh Do you have uh, any relationships or pending relationships that you're going to build with any of those uh, sort of third party uh, uh, organizations? I do now, right? As soon as you text it to me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I was looking because I thought, you know, obviously there's people where the all industries sort of have sort of a, a standard ratings thing. And I saw that clearlyrated.com actually rates the uh, best um, staffing agencies. And they have, like, Q scores and all that stuff. And they ask the employers and the employees that you staff with, Uh, how it goes. And then you develop a relationship and they have like free, free memberships and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. And also like Recruitsy.com also had where it gave people recruit industries in their area, because, you know, you can go to places like Kelly.com or whatever, or Kelly staffing and they service all over the place. But if you in Philly and you're looking for a specific thing in Philly, then you want to know what's in Philly. Right, and so I felt like those were two that, but um, and you you might have had a pending relationship with, but uh, it looks like it's definitely worth at least looking into, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned those. I'm gonna look into them.
0: Oh, hey, well, you know, <laughs> it, I uh, uh well, when I talk to people, I want to uh, try to give something if I can, but uh, definitely I want to learn from them. And so with that, um, I I want to talk about Carlos as the person. So as far as um. Uh, you can only speak for you, your brother, we, we can probably have one in, at a different time. And because I think your mission for the, the company is, is set in stone, but what is like the philosophy that you carry into, into this business that you think helps not only the business, but the people your clients and the employers that hire them. And are there any book or media recommendations you have for, uh, anybody uh, that led you to where you are?
1: <clears throat> um, I'm me personally. I'm just um, I'm just like a go getter. I'm you know, I'm, I'm a man of like, high aspirations, um, and I just try to seek out to accomplish what I set my mind to. Um, and I I carry that same energy, you know, in my business. I carry that same energy and passion, you know, in my business. Um, as far as the books, um, I read them for I read a varying of books. I read a lot of like, what do you want to call them? Self development books. Not really, a lot of books on, um, I guess industry tactics and, and things things that nature. Probably books that I probably should be reading more of. I read a lot of more books on self development, um, like mind molding, self development, um, character building, things of that nature. Things, character building, and um, just just self self help books that 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 gives me the the ability to um to make sound decisions, you know, that gives me the ability to use my ego less, you know. Um, yeah, things of that, just things of that nature, you know. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Robert Greene. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, I follow a lot of the universal laws. Um, I'm, very, I'm a very spiritual person, you know, um, and those, those energies I just carry with me, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question, but
0: no you did you did and because what it sounds like is those things are helping you choose the best candidates and the best employment partners and it helps you even if you may not directly be choosing to do it to help develop your candidate uh, the, the candidates you have that sounds fair
1: absolutely absolutely so you know um it's funny you mentioned that so you know whenever i have a problem with the candidate or w- with the worker you know so in the industry that i'm in i can i can come across a many um I want to say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, the population there, um, they're a little rough around the edges, right? So, um, I try to, um, when there's a problem, you know, I I bring to them what I know, what I've learned, right? So I take the approach of, you know, well, hey, instead of looking at, um, instead of looking at your problem this way, well, here's another perspective. You know, here's how you can. You know, view the same problem. You know, I kind of, I take the tools that I know, um, and how I navigate through life, and I, I try to um imprint that upon my workers if there is a problem. You know, I give them a different perspective of life and how they can tackle, um, you know, their day-to-day problems. You know, if if they're upset about, for example, if I, I get this one girl like payday is on Fridays, and I get this one girl who calls us fucking every Thursday at like nine. At night, I'm like, first of all, why are you calling us at nine at night? Right, That's the first <laughs> and it's, it's not even paid. So, like, well, why, are you, why are you doing this? You know, and um, she's done this consistently for weeks. And I'm like, you know, you you you, know, you haven't gotten paid yet because it's not paid, you know. And oh, she's oh, I want to make sure you guys got everything. We've gotten everything, and now not the time to ask that question. You asked this question, you know, four days ago when when your time sheet was due to make sure we received it, not the nine o'clock before payday, like, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and I just, and I, so um after a few weeks of that, you know, I just had a serious conversation. I was like, yo, well, you know, I understand you may be in a, a I forgot what, what, I forgot what it was going on. I, I just kind of gave her a different perspective on life and, and how to, how to tackle, it. you know, I gave her the, uh, the non state point of view, if you follow me, you know?
0: Yes, I totally, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, uh, with so with that, I got I have two more questions for you, then we're gonna wrap up. The first question is, how do people contact you? Like, so how do people contact you and your business? Uh, is it LinkedIn, Facebook, et cetera? I'm gonna let you give that information. And then my second question is is what is a mentality or a quote that you want to leave the listeners with that can carry them forward?
1: Uh, well, yeah, so uh, we can be contacted. You can find more information about um, our agency at www.kingsstaffing.com. That's K-I-N-G-S-S-T-A-F-F-I-N-G.com. You can find us on our Instagram, King Staffing LLC. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. You know, you can Google King Staffing LLC. In Philadelphia, come up, um, and a quote, a quote, mm, 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 a quote, a quote that I can leave you guys with. Uh, um, do, do thy duty that is best, leave it to the Lord the rest.
0: Ah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that that's that's excellent, man. And also, just as a sidebar, I because I was on LinkedIn because I, I do my again, I do my homework in advance. I saw that you guys were on LinkedIn and you also you had like job listings on there, too. So do you use that format as well for people to contact?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, we do. We do use LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very um, I'm big on LinkedIn. You know, we, we do some job postings on LinkedIn. You know, um, I, I use LinkedIn more so for my employer connects and my employer contacts. Um, I don't find I don't do too much recruiting um for my industry at least um for employees on LinkedIn. LinkedIn LinkedIn is more so for my employer and professional contacts. But um, yeah, we we do have a presence on LinkedIn.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man! So with that, hey, I want to thank you so much for for taking this time out to have this conversation and sharing with the the world uh, what King Staffing does. Uh, I want to thank you. Uh, And the audience uh, for listening, uh, Carlos Thompson, Cheney uh, University alum, member of of the prestigious Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, and one of the two founding members of King Staffin LLC in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, so with that, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And if you have a last word, I'm going to let you have the last word.
1: Yeah, I do have a last word. Man, you gotta go get out, get out there and get it, man. No, my, listen. Go out there and get this shit, man. I had a wonderful conversation with an African brother last night, man. I went in there to ask him a simple question. I, I was looking for directions um, in my brother's building, and we ended up talking for two hours. I mean, it was an amazing conversation. This dude is a millionaire, you know. Um, you know, he, he was just in a building with us. I didn't even know. You know, I went in there for some simple directions, and we ended up talking for two hours. Oh, uh, business building. So this African guy, I, I, I've known him. I'm, I've known him for some while, but I, I don't know him. I come around the neighborhood, you know. I see him, but um, kind of like we see each other. and We just give each other like that little nod because um, you know, we know what each other's do. But he's like a lot. Far more advanced than I am in, in his business adventures, like this guy, and he was just out there giving us game. He was giving me a lot of game, um, just pretty much um about culture and about the way we need to like be going about things. Um, um you know, I told him I have a business. I told him, you know, I'm, I'm still working on the building it. But I, he's pretty much giving me confidence and encouragement, saying, you know, um, any anything, um, and not not to speak on like what the white man is doing. You no, know, but like for for the most part, they, they they run the world for the most part. And you know, he just and you know, he he's 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 African born, so he is he has like a different I guess world <laughs> a different world view. And he was pretty much had that mindset whereas, you know, anything anybody is doing in this world I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like he I met him in a restaurant. I was buying food in an African restaurant and I seen him in there sitting down eating food and he owned that restaurant, you know. And that's where we built our connection because I, I said, oh, shit, like, he's doing something. You know, come to find out he owns, like, a Chick-fil-A. He owns a restaurant. He owns, like, 70 fucking um, apartment buildings in Philadelphia. He has property in New York. He has a fucking juice store in New York. He, he just does a lot. He does a lot. He, can, he has a tax office. He's a CPA, you know, and, and I, I've been to his different businesses and buildings, and, like, it's no bullshit, like, you know, and he was just telling me, like, yo, listen, like, you know, come, st- come stick around with me. And I'm um, like, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up with me, you know. And he has, I love his mentality because you know, he said he has children, but he doesn't raise his children in America because, you know, he wants to instill a different culture in them. You know, he's said where he's from. You know, he does what he does not because he wants to live good by himself because he can get a job and make $1,000 a month and, you know, just feed himself. But he does it for his family. He does it because he has seven brothers that he wants to bring with him and all of his brothers, you know what I'm saying? And he's opened the door for that. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he does it for his father. He does it for his his children. You know what I mean? He does, he does it because he wants to bring people with him. When he seen me and my brother, he said, yo, I want to bring you guys with me because he's recognizing vibe. You know what I'm saying? And I just thought that was so dope. You know what I mean? Because so, so much in our culture, we see somebody doing what we're doing or, I guess see a competition or see somebody of our of our same stature and, and immediately think, oh competition, that's supposed to um think, yo, this man is doing something, let's eat together. You know, or I know he can do something, let me bring this brother up with me and and, and kinda give him a pathway so that, you know, when I'm when I'm on my yacht, he's on the he's on my yacht next to me. You know what I'm saying? He wants to bring his people up with him. And I just I respected that so much. You know what I'm saying? Um. That would,
0: I I yeah. Hey, I, I, I appreciate that. I think that's really cool because one of the uh, one of my mentalities is there's really no competition. The only competition is in the mirror, and that's yourself. Yeah. And it, but it, it it sounds like that. I, uh, a solid decision was made by both you and I for you to be on this topic: how to optimize your employment endeavors. Yeah. Like you 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 were speaking on it, man. So I want to thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting the feedback from the people after they listen to this with you. So with that, I want to thank you, Carlos. And until the next time, have a good
1: one. Hey, and, and one last thing. Hey, everybody, look into um, joining the foreign exchange industry is booming like no other before. So you guys definitely want to look into the forex, the forex industry, foreign exchange industry. I'll just leave you guys with that.
0: That sounds like another one we'll have a conversation about. How about that? that
1: sounds like another podcast.